are now listening to PursuitCast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. Hey everyone, it's me, Sam, back again with another episode of PursuitCast. This is a very special edition podcast, not your usual sermon or interview, but I'm sure you can guess from the title of the episode, We're Going to Asia. So I wanted to take some time in this episode to share about this upcoming trip with all of you, since you guys are the reason why we are able to do what we do. We couldn't have made it this far without your support and love and prayers, and it's only right to invite all of you into this journey overseas as well. We need you, and we want you to be part of this leap of faith. So I'm recording this right now on Saturday, January 28th. Happy Lunar New Year to those who celebrate. And this podcast will most likely go live on Monday. And that following Thursday, February 2nd, is when we fly out to Japan. From there, I'll be heading to Korea before finally returning home on the 18th. For, for pretty much most of February, I'll be in Asia. Uh, my best friend since high school, Sam Lee, will be joining me on this trip. And we are going simply in obedience and faith to what God has been doing in our lives. It doesn't make sense. And to be honest, I'm not sure why we're going, uh, except God just wants us to go. Like I said before, this is a leap of faith. Uh, we are investing time and finances to go, taking time off from work, time away from family, in order to do what God says do. I believe it's going to be a significant trip for everyone involved, but even for me personally, I, I've never done something like this radical before in terms of just going to a foreign country. So I'm, I'm a little nervous, a little scared, but overall, I'm just really excited for what God has in store. There really isn't an agenda, and I'm not quite sure what we're supposed to do, but we are simply going in faith. So why Japan? Why are you going? How did it all begin? And to answer that, you have to go back to late spring of 2016. So have you ever been curious about something before? Just like a random thought or fact, like... You know, who was the number one pick in the 1993 NBA draft? And you just are randomly curious, so you Google it. Or you wonder about a show or, or something you see. Well, on, that, on this particular day, the thing that I was randomly curious about was actually the city of Hiroshima. For some reason, I was just curious about, you know, what happened over there when, when the bomb was dropped and all of that. So I Googled it while I was at work. I went on Wikipedia, just read about the history and just the devastation. And from there, I just went on this Japanese history deep dive. I read about Nagasaki because that was the second city bombed. And from there, I read about the history of that city. Um, and I found some articles about how Christianity was actually growing there until persecution came. I read about the martyrs in the 16th century. And I just went on just this search. And afterwards, I was just like, wow, I, I never knew some of these things and, and just went on with my life, didn't think about it again. But the next day, uh, as I'm driving to work, stuck in traffic as usual to Manhattan, 
I get a text alert from New York Times of a, of a headline alert. And the headline alert said this, Obama plans to visit Hiroshima. And this was a big news item simply because no sitting U.S. president has ever visited the city of Hiroshima before. So it's been 71 years since a U.S. president that was actually in office that visited. So Obama would have been the first. So when I saw that, I was honestly kind of surprised because what are the chances that literally the day after I'm Googling about Hiroshima and the devastation and, and, and just how heartbroken the people were, um, after the bombing that Obama plans to visit the city. So it was a coincidence and and I just took note of it. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know if it was God or not. I just knew the timing was was just crazy. So I just took note of it and I wondered, you know, what 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 that meant, if it meant anything at all. Now I would say the reason why I took note of it too is simply because that's kind of how God has been speaking to me the last year, especially the last couple of years, and just signs like and, and coincidences and things like that. And some of the big themes were full circle and new era. And I even heard it said that coincidence is the language of heaven. So, you know, I made a note of it, but honestly, at the end of the day, I didn't think much of it. I just went on with my life. So in the next couple of weeks, I just was living my life, going to work, doing ministry. And it was at this time I started watching the movie, The Princess Bride. You may or may not have watched it. I highly recommend it. It's a cult classic from the 80s. And it was on Netflix during that time. So I would watch 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there during my lunch break at work. So it took me about a couple of weeks to actually finish the whole movie. But the day I finished it, I was randomly curious once again. And, and this time it was about Andre the Giant. He's one of the characters in the movie. And I've always read and heard that he was such a dynamic and charismatic guy. That everyone who met him loved him. So I just wanted to read about his life. I also know that he died young, so I wanted to read about that as well. So I didn't think much of it afterwards, but the next day I go to work, I'm on Facebook, and on the right-hand side, it tells you the things that are trending, news items and whatnot. And I look over there, and of all the people, it was Andre the Giant. So when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? What are the chances that Andre the Giant is trending the day after I'm on Wikipedia and Google searching about him, reading about his life? So I go over, I click the link, and the, and the headline says this, Yesterday would have marked Andre the Giant's 70th birthday. Now at this point, I'm just like, man, what, what are the chances? Why is you know, the 70 year mark being highlighted because Hiroshima was 71 years and this is 70 years. And I'm just like, is God trying to get my attention? I mean, if he was, I wasn't sure why or, or what he was trying to say to me, but it was another coincidence. And another coincidence that happened regarding Andre the Giant on his birthday was, was actually on the website Reddit. Now, the, the photo that was trending on his birthday was a picture of him sitting in an airplane, taking up an entire row by himself because he's a giant, right? So he takes up an entire row by himself. And of all the places that plane is going, it's a plane to Japan. So when I saw that, I was like, 
is is Japan being highlighted? Like, I don't get it. So I just took note of all of these different things, and I just sat with it. I didn't know what to do or what it meant, but God has my attention. So fast forward a couple days, I'm talking to one of my friends, a missionary, and we're just catching up, sharing about the things that God is doing in our lives, the things that God is teaching us, speaking to us about. And that's when I decide to mention everything I've shared thus far with my friend. And I say, hey, what do you think about all of these coincidences? Uh, Do you think it's God? And him being a man of faith says, yeah, I think it's God. I think he's speaking to you. And I think he's speaking to you about Japan. Now, I wasn't sure if he was or wasn't, but I was like, okay, maybe he is. So I just took note of it and prayed about it. You know, what What else can you do? So fast forward another couple weeks, I meet up with my friend Jay, and we're just sharing our hearts with one another, our dreams, just dreaming together, praying together about the future of ways we can partner together for the Lord. And we were just dreaming big. We're talking about doing big, you know, evangelistic crusades for the Lord one day, uh, praying that God would use us in that type of capacity uh, for salvation and all these different things. So just walked away really encouraged and not thinking much of it, honestly, afterwards. The next day, um, just living my life and and I found myself talking and praying and conversing with God about the topic of trustworthiness. And it basically was a question I was asking him, Lord, do you find me trustworthy? You know, can you trust me with the things of your heart? And I was just wrestling with that question, just talking about that question with him the whole day. And ultimately it became, God, can you trust me? Can you trust me with even nations? And I felt like God answered me. Uh, that day with with this with this old school hill song uh, worship song called you said where it says ask of me and I'll make the nations your inheritance and God was just speaking to me through that song and and I just I was just really encouraged and, and fired up honestly after that uh, the next day was the day that Obama actually was in Hiroshima, and that's when my friend, uh, my missionary friend, posted the video of him giving a speech there uh, onto my Facebook, and underneath he wrote a comment about how 70 years earlier, General Douglas MacArthur went to just check out Japan, just to see the aftermath after the bombings, and to see that they were devastated, broken, needing help. Uh, But he also saw that they were ripe for the harvest for the gospel. And he sent a call back to the state saying, you know, send at least a thousand missionaries right away. But less than a hundred answered the call and went. And, you know, and after that, uh, they just missed a golden opportunity to really be a blessing to the people of Japan. And historically, Japan has been less than 1% Christian. Um, but he was writing how 70 years later now, God is preparing their hearts once again to receive the good news of Jesus Christ. So after he wrote that, it just made me choose faith. Because even up to this point, I wasn't sure of what to make of, you know, all of these coincidences and things like that. But I figured if it's about people's souls, if it's about salvation, if it's about people entering the kingdom of God and knowing Jesus, then I would rather err on the side of faith. You know, I would rather risk and be wrong in faith, uh, believing for a bigger cause, believing in the kingdom of God than 
than than be afar with it or be unsure or or dismiss all of these things. So at that moment is when I said, you know what, I'm gonna be, you know, foolish enough to believe that that God wants to do something amazing in Japan. So I want to be a fool for Christ. I want to err on the side of faith. I want to risk. I want to believe. I want to dream. So after that, I, I remembered just even the conversation I was having with the Lord of trustworthiness and the conversation I had even before that with my friend about dreaming big for an evangelistic outreach. So I messaged him and I said, hey, what about if we dream together for Japan of doing things like that in Japan? And, and he messaged me back saying, uh, it's so funny you say that because uh, when I was living in Korea, um, everyone was telling us to do worship in Japan, that we needed to do something with music over there. And that just felt like another confirmation to me of God really putting his bullseye on Japan for me personally to go and everything like that. Fast forward once again, another week or two. And by this time, it's Sunday I'm getting ready to preach at my home church. The worship ends. I'm about to go up. And I get this random message from one of the girls in the area. Shout out to Deborah Kim. Uh, she's on a mission trip in the Philippines during this time with YWAM. So I hadn't seen her in months, haven't heard from her in months. And, I, and she messages me out of the blue randomly. And she says that she was praying for uh, revival back home in New York, New Jersey, and she was praying for me, and she felt like God wanted me to know that He wanted to send me somewhere physically in order to give me something. Now, when she says this, I'm like, God must really want me to go to Japan. I mean, that's all I'm thinking about is Japan at that point when she says it. So she says this, she drops this prophetic bomb on me, and but I have to go preach, so I'm like, wow, I, this is cool, but I can't talk to you right now. I have to go preach. So a couple days later, I'm back at work. I'm, I'm a little bit more free. I message her, you know, uh, seeing if she's awake because the time difference, she's overseas as well. I'm like, hey, are you free? Do you have Wi-Fi? Can you talk? She says she can. So I asked her a little bit to, to explain to me what that word meant. Like, what do you mean that God wants to take me somewhere physically? Like, what, what was he showing you? What were you praying about? What was he telling you? Because I wanted to know if God wanted me to go to Japan. So she was telling me, she was sharing, and Japan wasn't one of the places that she uh, was getting for me. But as she was saying this, and I'm, and I'm in the city right now working, running errands. I was actually on my way to Bryant Park. And as I'm talking to her, I have this thought of, I wonder if I have to go to Kansas City. I'm literally turning the corner. And as soon as I have that thought, I see a family of four turn the corner as well. And they're all wearing Kansas City Royals hats. So I'm like, uh-oh, I think I got to go to Kansas City as well. So I asked her, is Kansas City one of the places that God showed you? And she said, yes. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Japan wasn't one of the places, which is fine. But she goes on set and shares and says that she saw a picture of me meeting one of the leaders back at the YWAM base. Uh, shout out to Sana. Uh, we actually did a podcast with them. You can listen to that as well. Uh, hashtag marketing. But anyways, she says that she saw a picture of me with him and he was helping me in this process, that he was giving me something to help me in, in what God wanted to do. And the crazy thing is, is that Deborah didn't even know that I knew him 
And what's even crazier is that I was actually supposed to meet him that weekend I was talking to her. So I'm talking to her on like a Wednesday and that coming Saturday is actually the day I'm meeting with him. And he had messaged me a couple months earlier saying he was going to be in town and that we should link up. And I said, yeah, we should. So of all the times that she messages me out of the blue is the weekend, is the week where I'm actually meeting him. So now I'm really looking forward to meeting him. I'm wondering how that conversation is going to go. And as soon as I meet him, like our entire conversation is on point. And like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, one of the themes that I felt like God was highlighting was this theme of new era. So I, I pick him up. We're talking. I ask him, you know, how's life? What's God doing? Like, what, you know, what's been going on? And the first word he says to me is, Sam, I don't feel like I'm entering a new season, but a new era. So as soon as he said that, I knew like God is in this conversation. Just the things that we're sharing, the Bible verses that he was reading off were literally the same exact ones that God had been speaking to me and and moving my heart with in the last several months. So everything is on point, so much so that I feel like all these weird coincidences about Japan, I got to bring it up. I, I need to share it with them. I need to get some wisdom. I need to get some perspective. Am I, am I crazy? Am I becoming like one of those conspiracy theorists? Or, or is this legitimate? Is God really speaking to me? So I start sharing all of these things with him. And, and the crazy thing is, is that he was in New York, New Jersey to do some ministry, to have some meetings, but his wife and his two little kids were away during that time. And of course, of all the places is, you guessed it, Japan. Now, at this point, I'm just like, all of these things are so crazy. Uh, you can't make any of this up. And I'm just kind of in awe of everything. So I shared everything with him. And, and, and it's at this point where he stops me at the end of the story. And he says, Sam, the reason why my family and so many other families first even moved to Kansas City to begin with is because the leader who who planted the base got a prophetic word that he would be like General Douglas MacArthur, raising up the second gen uh, to go back to Asia for missions. And because of that word, his family was willing to move and help pioneer this base. So when I heard that, it was just another confirmation, another quote-unquote coincidence of, of figures and names and peoples and places all just coming into alignment, all pointing to the nation of Japan. So we were just both kind of in awe at that moment. We took time after to pray for one another, to pray for Japan, and, and God highlighted and spoke things to our hearts uh, that, that seemed very significant. But we, I was just super encouraged, super blessed by that time with, with my dear brother. And from that point, I realized, I guess there is no backing out. I, I guess God does, in fact, want me to go to Japan. And like I had mentioned before, it, it's a matter of faith. I mean, and I think that's the thing that maybe I worry the most about this trip in even recording this podcast and sharing this crazy story is what if after all of these things, I go to Japan and nothing happens. And I'm just reminded of what pleases God the most is faith. In Hebrews, it says that it's impossible to please God without faith. You know, it doesn't say it's impossible to please God without the results, without the fruits, without, you know, miracles, without things working out. 
but it's simply the faith to risk and try and to just go, to obey and go. That is what pleases God because it's faith that pleases Him. I mean, at the end of the day, the results and the fruit and the miracles and the signs and wonders and and connections and meetings and, and divine appointments, I mean, that's all all on God's shoulders, not mine. And, and I think I want to go with that attitude because worst case scenario is I go in faith, you know, nothing happens, but I get to go. I get to say I risked. I get to eat some good, you know, sushi and ramen over there, get to see a foreign country and just enjoy God in the process. And, and I want to remind myself of that as well as I go is not to be so serious, not to be so spiritual, but to just enjoy uh, this opportunity that God has opened doors for. So, yeah. Um, and a couple cool stuff have happened since I had decided to go as well. Uh, back in December, the Japanese prime minister visited Pearl Harbor, and he was the first leader to ever do that. And that was only because Obama was willing to visit Hiroshima earlier in the year. And that just points back to new era and full circle and, and a new thing that God is doing in Japan. Another cool thing is the movie Silence came out recently, and that's a movie about missionaries in Japan during the time of persecution, and it's a powerful film. It's kind of long, but it gave just a, a, a better window and understanding of Japan and Christianity there. And of course, the movie comes out, you know, literally right before uh, we go to Japan. So I just see God in, in every step of the process. So with that being said, I mean, that's kind of the whole story in a nutshell of, of why Japan, how it started. And it took, you know, several months and several different people to come and, and speak these things into fruition. And, and I wondered honestly too, you know, and I asked the Lord God, why didn't you just tell me to go to Japan? I mean, you could have just told me and, and that could have been that instead of this elaborate, you know, process. And as I thought about it, I, I realized even in my own heart, you know, if God had told me to go to Japan, I would honestly have probably ignored it because it didn't make sense. You know, I'm, I'm working here. I'm focused on regional ministry in New York and New Jersey. Like, why would I ever go to Japan? It didn't make sense, or I would ignore it. I would dismiss it and think it probably wasn't God. Um, but He spoke it to me and highlighted Japan in such a way where if I'm doubtful or if I'm afraid or if I'm unsure, I could look back on just even the short history and see His kindness and mercy and goodness in speaking to me in the way that He did that, you know, it doesn't give me an excuse to doubt or it doesn't give me an excuse to be afraid but to really take it for what it is and and move with his heart and faith and like i said like i've done you know like nothing for japan this whole time but it's it's his heart i want to agree with you know not so much you know god bless my convictions bless you know the things that i'm passionate about but lord what are you doing what are you blessing where where are you wanting us to go and i'll go and, and that's the secret in Jesus's ministry. He says he only says what he hears his father saying. He only does what he sees his father doing. And I see God doing something in Japan. So um, up until now, just talking with people, reaching out, um, just doing the best of my ability on what I can do on my end and leaving everything else unto the Lord. So 
you know, thank you guys for listening to this story. Please be praying with us and for us. Uh, there are people already in Japan serving there. Uh, even at the same time, there are people from GCC going at this time. There are people from the Sycamore that's going to be there at this time and, and other missionaries and people living there that I plan on connecting with and meeting. Um, but at the end of the day, I didn't want it to be so busy in doing, so busy in meeting but giving space and and room for God to be God in all of it. Uh, because I feel like He didn't speak it and lead us to Japan in this way to now leave it up to us. So uh, my big heart and dream for this trip is that God would supernaturally open doors that even if I knew these doors existed, it would be humanly impossible to open them. That there would be no way on my own that I would ever be able to meet certain people or get to certain places without divine intervention. And I think that's kind of faith. It's creating margins where unless God intervenes, unless God steps in, unless God's hand is on it, it's going to fail. So uh, pray with uh, with me uh, for these things. Just pray uh, f- for my uh, friend Sam as we go together. Pray for those people who are going to be there and we're meeting. And, and I'm excited, honestly. Lord, have your way. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come in Japan as it is in heaven um, and in Korea and Asia and, and all of these things. So stay tuned. Um, you know, I, I hope to come back with some cool stories and some testimonies unto his glory. And you could follow along um, on you know, pursued social media, just of different things that are happening. Uh, you could also follow, I'm going to start a uh, hashtag pursuit JPN uh, for everything God is going to do in Japan. Just if you want to follow along um, and pursuit KOR for things that God does in Korea, because uh, I'm mainly going there to visit family, but I'm still believing that God will do amazing things there too. But yeah, so thank you everyone for listening and tuning in to this special edition podcast. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Love you. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Pursuit Cast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.